He felt a slight sting on his face, then another. The rain blowing out of the northeast was becoming sleet, and he pulled this Fillimore closer around his head, in an attempt to shut out the frigid wetness. Why wouldn't the Sassenach come closer so the fight could begin? Alan worried that if it didn't start soon, his hands would be too stiff to grip his sword. He touched the hilt with his left hand, and the longer the battle was delayed, the harder it became to push away his growing unease. A commotion to his left drew his attention. Prionsa Charloch Stuart rode down the line on a grey horse, exhorting and encouraging the men. When he drew near, Alan got a close look at him. Alan had never seen anyone dressed in such fine clothing, and he, a poor crofter of a small clan, was in the ranks of service to this noble-looking man. Alan stood a little straighter, pulled his shoulders back, and listened closely to Prionsa Charlock's words, and he took them to heart. Be strong! Remember how you put the Sassenach to flight at Gladsmere! Remember how you defeated them at Falkirk! This will be another in the long line of victories over the usurper! Alan watched Prionsa Charlock until he could no longer see him, and he gathered what strength he could for the coming combat. He would fight with all he had, for Scotland, and for Prionsa Charlock Stuart. The Sassenach forces claimed Alan's attention again when they formed their line of battle. A lone man rode nonchalantly from the enemy line to within a hundred yards, surveyed the Highlanders, turned his back on them, and rode unhurried back to his own line. The rider's action seemed an insult, as though he deemed the Highland army unworthy of concern. The Highlanders raised a shout up and down the line and an answering shout resounded from the enemy lines. A cannon to Alan's right fired at the enemy, and followed by fire from a cannon on his left. And the Sassenach cannon opened fire. The first shot flew over the heads of those in the front line, and toward the dragoons arrayed behind them. Alan wanted to begin the fight, but no order came for the charge to commence. He stamped his feet and gritted his teeth as the enemy fire increased, and the shots hit men along the front line of the Highlanders. His anger built as he saw men fall to the right and to the left, cut down by artillery fire before they had a chance to fight. We've got to charge, Koinyach shouted to Ruri. They'll kill us all where we stand. We have to wait for the order, Ruri yelled. We can't wait, Alan said, and drew his sword. At that moment, a Sassenach shell exploded behind the front line, spraying some of the men on both sides of Alan with jagged pieces of metal. Gowran McEwen fell dead, his throat torn away by shrapnel from the shell. The Mackintosh clansmen arrayed to the right of the McLaughlins began their charge, yelling and brandishing their broadswords. A war cry burst from Alan's throat, and he bolted toward the enemy, followed by Nile and other McLaughlins and Macleans. Energy from a source outside himself flooded his body, and he raced across the moor, veering to the right to avoid a boggy area directly ahead. Lachlan McLachlan's dun horse thundered past Alan. The chief raced to get in front of his men, to lead the wild charge of his clan toward the Sassenach front line. The chief had not advanced far when a cannonball struck him and knocked him from his horse. The dun reared when his rider fell from the saddle, wheeled and ran back the way he'd come. Alan knew before he reached the chief that his leader lay dead. He stopped at his chief's side, his fierce headlong charge interrupted by a cold desolation, 
and he stared, unbelieving, at the mangled body. Oog paused beside Alan, and a groan escaped his lips when he saw the chief. After a moment, Oog ran forward again, taking up the cry that his clansmen were shouting. Life or death! Life or death! Alan started after him, and was a few paces behind his father when a piece of grape-shot tore into Oog's thigh. He toppled, a stream of blood spouting from his leg. Alan fell to his knees beside his father. No, son, don't mind me, Oog gasped. You have to fight. Fight them. Kill them all. Avenger chief.